say I'm back. If you've been going through something in your life and you've been struggling with something and you know that you've went through the process of recovery, say I'm back. I'm back. Romans 8, 28, as we go into our sermon series, remind us, remind us, God. It says, the everyday reminders of life are set like a time clock to guide and chart the course of who I am and why I cease to exist. Exist. I choose to be reminded. The reminders of life represent the time clocks that chart and lead you through life. There are points in your life where you should want to be reminded. How many of you have ever gotten to a point where you don't want to be reminded of something that you know that you should have done and you've just wasted time and you don't want to hear anybody remind you of it? How many times have we avoided the, the, the alerts that go off in our life that remind you to pray, that remind you to do right, that remind you to stay focused, that, that remind you to, to do what you need to do, reminds you how to talk, it reminds you how to love people, it, it reminds you that you need to read your devotional every morning, that you need to pray for five minutes, that you need to spend at least five minutes a day in the presence of God. The reminders of life. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. I want to say that again. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. Let's look at the, the psychological standpoint of this text here. It doesn't sound right. And we know that God causes, let's stop right there. He causes, think about that. What is he causing in your life? <laughs> I want you to look at that text right there. What, what is he causing to happen in your life right now? For those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. There's something that you're facing in your life that God is causing. There's something that you're going through in your life that God is causing. And as he causes it, it causes you to be drawn to his love. It causes the call of God to become front and center in your life. And it brings you into the, into the purpose according to how he has designed and predestined you. So I want to talk today about remind us God. How is God going to remind you and I in this next season of our life? Number one, and we know. You're going to know. Say we know. Say I know. What do you need to know? You need to know, and the know represents that you are for sure, without a doubt, without unbelief, not being double-minded, 
and we know for sure that we are certain without unwavering faith. Huh. And we know for sure that we are certain and have the assurance, the guaranteed benefit that we know that God's word is true. It's authentic. There's nothing fake about God's word. He's a man that he would not lie. Every promise that he's spoken, he's already kept. The promise has is connected to conditions, and many of us are not connected to the condition. We're just connected to what he said. You're not con you're not connected to what the promise requires of you. And we know, God is going to remind you that you know, you know for sure that I am God. You know for sure that I am a healer. You know for sure that I am your provider. You know for sure that without the unwavering faith, you know for sure, for certain, that I will never leave you nor forsake you, that I am God, that I'm the head, that I'm not the tail, that you're not the bottom, you're above and not beneath. Ah, come on now. And, and we know, and we know God wants to remind us today as, as we re-up our commitment and, 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 our, and our service to him, God wants us to know that he knows that you know. He wants you to know. When you know that you know that you know that you know. See, this is why you got to really be in tune with your salvation. Because this, this text has everything to do with salvation. It has everything with you being connected to, to being saved and being a believer. A true believer knows for sure that they are certain and that they have the assurance that God's word is true and it's authentic. Uh, uh, 2 Corinthians uh, 1, 20 and 22 says, For all the promises of God find their yes in him. That is why it is through him that we utter our amen to God for his glory. Everybody say amen. Amen means that you're saying it is true. Uh, every time you say amen, it's true. Verse 21 says, and it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and anointed us and who has put his seal on us and given us his spirit. Say he given, he's given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. When you come into relationship with God and when you accept Jesus Christ as your savior, he puts his spirit, he seals his spirit in your heart as a guarantee that you will know that he's going to be your savior for the rest of your life. All of my life. All of my life. Say all of my life. Not even when I die. All of my life. Because even when you die, your life is still living. Because your life lives through your legacy. It lives through your generations. So that's why it's important that you begin to re-examine. Are you saved? Mm, huh? Whew. If the rapture would come today, are you going to be left here? You're going to be, are you assured that, that when you go to the hospital and they give you a bad report that he's put a guarantee, he's put his spirit as a guarantee that I'm going to heal you. I'm going to bring you out. 
Uh, when you're going through financially, I'll never be broke another day in my life. Because I just declared that yesterday was my last day, my last moment of ever being broke again in my life. God wants to remind us that we should know, but then it says, he, not only should we know, but it says that God causes. He wants to remind you that I cause. It, it says, when you look at the text, it says, and we know that. So now it, 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 it points out who's doing what? That God. It didn't say that the devil. didn't say that the enemy. It didn't say that you. It said that God causes. That's the be cause in, in that text. What does he cause? He causes all things, everything. I, I've always taught you when, when you hear that all, it is a summation that it, that, it, that it brings everything into the pot. All, all, all things, everything. What is all things? What is he doing? Everything to work together. The good, the bad, ups and downs, my wrongs and my, are you serious? That God is going to cause my good to work together? That, that God is causing the, the bad things in my life to work together for my good. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. God will cause a bad situation that you made bad in your life to work for your good. He's causing it. Uh, he, he causes it to work together for his good. What is, what is the good? The outcome. The lessons. The consequences. The failures, the mistakes. Uh, did you hear it? He, he causes all things to work together. Working together. I've made some bad mistakes in my life, but he caused it to work together. Graves, come on now. He, he caused it to work together, Pastor G. He, he caused my foolishness uh, 20-some years ago to work together. There, there were some consequences that I had to deal with, but he caused it all to come together. He put it all in a pot, and it was good for him. Ah, come on. Say it's good for God. See, we're thinking that when you mess up and when you fall, that it's bad for God. No, no, no. You serve a good God who sees the bad, who sees the wrong, who sees your failures and your mistakes. Even when you didn't make a mistake, it's still good. The good of cancer that hit my wife, that was good for God. Now, come on now. Now, some people say, Pastor, you know, that's just, no, 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 no. It says right here that he causes breast cancer. That he caused the issue to hit your life so that he could do something good for himself. Ah, nah, not for you, for himself. Uh, he causes the good for himself. Come on now. That, that, that's why it says the joy of the Lord is my strength. While God is having joy, he's going to give you strength in the middle of affliction. But it's his joy that gives you strength. I'm excited that you're going through. I'm excited that you're in a place where you're suffering and you're conflicted and you're afflicted and you got a thorn in your side and you keep praying to me every day. I'm going to cause the consequences to work in my favor. I'm going to cause it to work for me. Come on now. Come on now. Uh, not only do I, do, I, do I cause all things to work together for good, 
to those who love God. Come on now, to those. It didn't say to everybody because, see, this ain't for everybody. You got to love God to experience this type of goodness. Uh, I, I have the confidence that I will see the goodness of God. But you got to love him enough to see it. You got to depend on him. You got to honor him, love him to those who love him. Come on, say to those who love him. Uh, what do I love about him? His graciousness and his kindness towards me. Come on now, this has nothing to do with your works. Come on now, you can't work this, you can't pay for it, you can't bribe it, you can't fast for it. You got to love this type of thing. You got to love him so much that it'll cause things to happen in your life. Come on, think about it. I love him, but he's causing all type of hell in my life. He's causing hell in my marriage. He's causing hell on the job. But because I love him, he's going to cause those things to work together. Because I love him. I love him enough to go through it. I love him enough to stay right there and suffer my way and go through the process. I love him enough to let him laugh at me. I love him enough to let him talk about me. I love him enough to let him give up on me. But I know in the end who I serve. I know for sure that he ain't going to leave me here for the rest of my life. I know for sure that he's going to bring me out. I know for sure because his spirit has given me a guarantee that he said, lo, I'll be with you all the days of your life. Come on now, I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. Come on now. Romans 8, 38 and 39, it says, For I am convinced that neither death, uh, come on now, nor life. Come on now, y'all say it with me. Nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor power. Come on now. It's working against me, but I know for sure that ain't no angel. There ain't no principality. Oh, Rabban, oh, Rabban, no things to come. No type of power. I don't care how powerful you are. You're not going to destroy my love. Come on now. Come on now. For height, nor height, nor death, nor any created thing. That means you little earth creature. That means you're running your mouth against me. That means all of the foolishness. They won't give me the favor on the bill. They won't give me the loan. But it ain't going to work against me. Why? Because I know that God made me a promise. I know that God told me that he was going to bless my house. He was going to bless my home. He was going to bless my children. It says... Uh, uh, will be able to separate us, uh, come on now, from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. It didn't say separate me. So you got to read the text the right way. It says separate us. Who's the us? Come on now, who, who's the us? Uh, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Uh, ain't none going to separate me from the Holy Ghost. Uh, ain't none going to separate me from God. Ain't none going to separate the four of us. Why? Because we're one. Uh, and because we're one, I'm going to take what you're giving me right now. I don't like how it feels, but I know that you cause all things to work together for the good who love God. Mm. Come on now. Come on now. 
he causes he causes these things to happen but he's going to remind you and I that even though you know and even though he's caused it that you are called come on somebody say I'm called come on say I'm called it's the sea called I'm called by God not by my works uh, not by how I looked uh, but I'm called but by his redeeming power it's going to be his redeeming power that calls me back it's going to be his redeeming voice that calls out to me when I'm going through some things in my life when I'm down in the valley when I'm stuck on a mountain when I'm stuck in a dark place and I can't see light but it's going to be the redeeming power that says you're called come on out you've got the grace you've got the power you've got the strength uh, come on now come on look at it. look 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 at it look at it look at it mm. uh, that we are called by God we're redeemed by God I'm saved and granted his grace this scripture ain't no hype right here this scripture is not about you getting extra money this, this text ain't about you getting a brand new car. This text has everything to do with the redeeming and justifying power that has saved your life. That has saved your life. That's why it's important. That's why salvation is important. It's not a gimmick. It's not a joke. Coming to Christ is a real thing. It's a real thing. Come on, somebody say it's real. Not only... I'm not called, but I'm called by God. I'm redeemed by God, but then I'm called to believe in him. How do I believe in him? I learned to obey him. I learned to honor him. John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world that whoever believes in him shall not perish. Say, I believe, so I won't perish. Say, I believe, so I won't die. Say, I believe, and I'm not getting ready to break down, but I'm going to break out. Come on now, come on now, come on now. I ain't going to break down. I'm ready to break out. He's, he's giving you a promise. Do you see it? For whosoever loves him. Because you believe, you won't perish. You won't perish to the foolishness that's happening around you. You won't perish to all of the, uh, all of the, all of the crazy struggles that you're going through. You won't perish. You won't perish. You ain't going to die in it. You're going to get up and live strong. You're going to get up and create a relevant moment where you can help somebody else. You ain't just going to sit at this gate and die. You will not perish because you believe in me. And when you believe in me, you'll honor me in the midst of pain. You'll honor me in the midst of what I'm causing to happen in your life, James. You, you'll learn how to worship me. You'll learn how to lift your hands and say, this don't feel good, God. It ain't fair, God. I don't understand, but I love you with all of my soul. I love you with all of my heart. I love you with everything that I have, but it don't feel good. Will you allow this storm to end? I know that you're causing it to work for your good. I know that you've called me to believe. I know that you're calling me back to make sure that the salvation of God is living strong in my life. God wants to remind you that you know. He wants to remind you that it's him that's causing it. He wants to remind you that you're called. And then lastly... 
He wants to remind you that it's all happening according to his purpose. Somebody say purpose. Come on, say purpose. Come on, say purpose is my destiny. Purpose is all I have. Purpose is all I have. We were predestined. Can I give it to you? According to his purpose, he took time to select you. We were selectively chosen to be saved and redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody say the blood will never lose its power. Open your mouth and say the blood will never lose its power. Come on, say I was predestined before the foundations of the world that God would save my life and redeem me from all sin. That's your purpose. Your purpose is not just to be rich. Your purpose is just not to be healthy. Your purpose is not just to have everything working right in your life. His purpose was that you might be saved. And because you're saved, you know how to become rich. You know how to make things work when it seems impossible. Oh, come on now. You, you know how to put it all in the pot and make it taste well. Even when it doesn't look right. Even when the ingredients don't match. But when you're saved and when you're in the presence of God. I'm talking about Kairos moments now. I'm not talking about Kronos. There was a Kairos moment that he predestined you before he ever set the time in place. Oh, Rabbi. He created a time of Kairos that in those moments that you're going through, he says, I predestine you that the blood of Jesus would cover all of your sin so you can cannot dishonor me by living with the spirit of condemnation. Therefore, let no man walk and move in condemnation. You like it, Ray? This your type of stuff, huh? Come on, I see Junior Mother rocking back there. This is a type of stuff. Because uh, when you talk about Jesus, people begin to move. When you talk about the blood of Jesus, people begin to think about how I made it out, how I shouldn't have made it out, how I could have made it out, but he still brought me out, how I'm still in it, but he's still keeping me. He's still covering me. He's still making a way out of no way. Hey, he's a mind regulator. Hey, he's a rose of Sharon. He's a battle axe. He's my leaning post. What a fellowship we have in Jesus Christ. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. All oh, my sins and grief to bear. Oh, what a privilege it is to carry it all to him. Come on now. See, when he causes things in your life, it causes you to run to him. It causes the salvation of God to come out of your life and you begin to speak the power of God. I speak to this mountain and I cast you into the sea. This is the last time I'm going to deal with this. I ain't dealing with this foolishness no more. Come on now, come on now. According to his purpose, we were not only predestined, but we were predestined to walk in the salvation of his redemptive, saving grace and forgiveness of sin. Come on. Romans 8.29 says, For those, those that are the word again, those 
That means he's talking to a peculiar people. Set aside. Those. Those. He says, for those whom he foreknew. He foreknew, Tracy, that January 2019, that the stroke was going to hit you before you were ever formed. He, for those he foreknew, he predestined, he caused it. But because you already had stuff in place, he said, I can stick this on her and she ain't going to die. But bye, 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 August, the girl's going to be up. She's going to be rocking again. She's going to be jumping again. She's going to tell a story. She's getting ready to launch a major event. But he caused it to happen. Hey, he caused it to happen. He caused some things to happen in your life. He predestined you with the strength to overcome it. Before you ever took your first breath. Come on now. Before you ever blinked your eye. Before mama and daddy became baby and boo-boo. Hey, come on now. Come on now. Before you ever saw that girl walk in with that white dress. Oh, she had nice stuff going on. Nice long hair. I was sitting there like, my God, if I ever get the chance, he predestined for me to sit in that church and see my girl. He predestined you to go through what you've been going through even if it was wrong when I lied to my mom and my daddy when I dishonored my father he took my consequences and said according to my purpose I had already predestined that you were going to go through the foolishness in your life because I predestined you in the blood of Jesus Christ, because I had already chosen you to be saved, I already knew the end of the story. He's going to act a fool. He's going to do some stupid stuff in his life, but I predestined him to be saved. I predestined him to be the lead pastor in 2019 of the Rock Church. I predestined him to go through the things in his life because why? I'd already chosen you to be redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Christ. Did y'all hear it? So stop looking at your life thinking that you're a failure. Stop looking at your life. There's some things in your life that God is causing that he wants you to let go. Come on now. I told you, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. He's causing it not to work, so let it go. He's causing it to break apart. Let it go. Let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. He knew that you'd be sitting here today celebrating victorious singles today. But you had to be redeemed enough to let it go. You, you got to be saved enough to handle the pressure. Many of us are not in the wheel, so we, we cave in. So here we are, as you lift your hands. Come on, lift your hands. Come on, son, shift. Shift me. Shift me. Quickly. Shift me. Let us see Jesus. Here it is, lift your hands. God wants to remind us that we need to allow God's salvation and redeeming power to be your constant reminder, knowing that he causes 
all things to be placed in our life. Don't ignore the alarms and life alerts that go off in your spirit about those things that are concerning you. Don't ignore. Don't ignore. Remember that God together with his son Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit are working and assembling all the good in your life. Stay the course and continue to love God and walk accordingly to his call and purpose. Re-up and let God remind us of who we are in Christ. As you lift your hands, there's never a time where I hear the call of salvation that I don't repeat it myself because I don't take my salvation for granted. This, this, this text here has everything to deal with and it's attached to your eternal security. That when I'm facing tumultuous times in my life because I'm saved, I've been redeemed, I've been justified, I've been tried in the fire, that God is going to bring me out that it's going to draw and reflect the salvation of God in my life because that's what God's desire is for the church is, is that people will see the salvation of God, is that people will experience the salvation of God. If you're here today and you want to be saved, lift your hands, lift your hands. You want to accept Christ into your life. If, if you don't know if you did it the right way 20 years ago and you, you just want to do it, lift your hands today. If, you, if you're coming from a backslidden condition and you want to be saved and you want to reconnect, you want to reconnect, you've lost the connection, lift your hand. You want to be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost today. Well, the Holy Ghost will remind you that you know. The Holy Ghost will remind you that God is causing it to work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. If you want to join the Rock Church today, you're looking for a home. You're looking for a place where you can hear and learn and feel the presence of Jesus every time you're in the right place. Come on. I want to open my eyes. I want to see somebody standing here before me today. I don't want you to be afraid. Wherever you are, I want you to come. Everybody saved today? Say yes. Is everybody saved today? No backsliders in the room. Say no. If you can't say no, then you should be here. If you want to be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost, lift your hands. The power of the Holy Ghost.